Hello, welcome to episode 140, season 7, episode 6 of the Academically Ineligible podcast. I am Andy, joined across town by Andrew. Uh, Domers eat shit. Indeed. Fair. Also joined by that other voice you just heard, and that is Tom. Guys? Yes? The ACC is the worst Power 5 conference, I'm pretty sure. But, also, unequivocally, unequivocally the most entertaining um yeah it's it's legitimately going to be the acc circle of suck this year where everybody is just a snake eating its tail the whole season i think it doesn't have, you don't even need to just have the acc circle of suck just add other sucky teams in there like lsu and ecu and I mean, state whatever and we'll have fun with all of them it'll be great well we can also talk about the the pac 12s no good very bad weekend uh, so we could probably include yeah. the the Pac-12 in this as well if you want. Um, we did have yeah, some. Yeah, but the Pac-12 isn't like entertaining to watch. That's what makes the ACC great. It's terrible but entertaining. The only thing that's entertaining about it is that it doesn't have much competition late at night. So if you're still a degenerate like me, then there's still football on. But the the actual football itself is not usually entertaining. I mean, you can sometimes see I some did. weird shit, but yeah. I did not watch any Pac games this weekend. Except for like maybe like <laughs> I flipped over to Georgia Oregon and I was like nope oh wait I watched Florida Utah that was a good game I, I watched I watched some of Utah I mean I obviously watched our game um trying to think if I watched the Pac-12 after dark game nope because it was Kent State Washington I did not care not even Andy is that much of a degenerate well it was a long day um yeah anyway okay it was a long day. Um, I was all day okay. sitting on my butt watching football. <laughs> I know. No, I wasn't exhausted. Doing eating that. wings and you know drinking beers. I didn't actually get to sit down and start watching football until like six o'clock. But yeah. Um, so we've got some updated polls. So let's start out by talking about the polls. We got some uh, um, FEI rankings are updated, but I don't know if we. I don't know. We, we can just do the top ten of the um, the analytic whatever ones and then i guess we'll do the same thing on all of them so fei we got um georgia alabama ohio state michigan clemson notre dame wisconsin oklahoma auburn and penn state uh auburn's a little interesting to have there, now whatever uh, i feel like penn state too but yeah how come some of these teams such as uh wisconsin and auburn do not have a strength of schedule rating um, could it be who they played? I'm not sure who did they play yet. Or they, maybe they start with FCS teams. Maybe. But it's not, it's not remaining. It's not like remaining strength of schedule. It's who they've played strength of schedule. I'm not sure. It's a good question. We, we would have to click that link and uh, see. It must be because uh, it, the Ohio State says they had six and Notre Dame says they have third, which are those two teams. Uh, it must be that, yeah, so far. Then, so I would assume that they just played teams that are not uh, in the FBS. That would be my assumption. Um, and in the actually, we'll, we'll just get all the analytic things out of the way. So, uh, Andrew, can you give us an update on the FPI, please? Well, I that's very generous calling it analytics the FPI, but here we go. Uh, <laughs> Quote one is Alabama, analytics. Two is Georgia. Three is Ohio State. Four uh-huh. is Clemson. Five okay. is Michigan. Okay. Let's stop there. Uh, some fun That's things it. on here. Okay. LSU is 12th. Okay. That's fine. Uh, let me see where Florida State is for fun. Can things. you read us that projected record for LSU, please? 
Uh, LSU's projected record is seven and five. Okay. Uh, I feel like that might be generous, but that's okay. Florida State, who is two and zero and beat LSU, is thirty second. Okay. Uh, um, so I will beating a top fifteen FBI team does nothing for you. Uh, to be fair, I think seven and five seems about right for LSU. But okay. I mean, I think that's pretty bad for for LSU. Like that's Oregon is forty fourth. Okay. Right what behind seven Purdue. Games do you think LSU can win? I haven't looked at their schedule. We we could try this. Uh, hold on. Let's look at it. I got hold, it. please. Okay. You got it. They're gonna they're gonna win this week. Southern. Okay. okay. One. Uh, Mississippi State is that a win? And, and maybe a toss up. Okay. We'll give them that one. New maybe. Mexico they win. Yeah. Yeah. At Auburn. No. Uh, no. At Auburn? No. Le- leaning slightly towards Auburn? Maybe. Tennessee? Uh, no. Probably not. At Florida? Don't, no. Don't know yet, but toss-up to Miss. me. Ole Miss? Uh, That's toss-up. Yeah, toss-up. I see a bunch of toss-ups here. Bama? I mean, I'll, I'll give... Alabama's no. definitely loss. At Arkansas? Mm, probably a no. loss, but... No, not not necessarily, but probably a loss. UAB. That's yes. a win. And end the season at Texas A&M. No. So no. I got five, but I gave them both toss-ups, which were Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Um, I would... Seven's, seven seems hard. <laughs> okay, I got one, two... Yeah, I think I was probably more like uh, six... Six, maybe seven. I, if I, I gave them toss ups, I could talk myself into six off the schedule, but that's about it. Okay. They needed Florida State. They needed that win. They did not get it. Well, um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll get there eventually. Yeah. Uh, let's see, is there anything else on here? Let's see. Your current uh, <clears throat> current favorite to win national championship is Alabama at thirty five percent and Georgia at twenty five percent. And Ohio State okay. at twenty two percent. Okay. Okay. Ohio State has the highest win out percentage of any team. Okay. Well, that's because the big is bad. Um, shall we talk about the SP plus next if we must? Uh let's just go ahead and uh keep it going with the top five, I suppose, since that's what we uh, did with the previous one. We got Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State. Michigan and Texas A&M. Also, I want to circle back to how you said Ohio State. Yeah, Andrew? It's an Ohio week. It's an Ohio week. Okay. Yeah, we're playing Arkansas State, so it's an honor of that. Okay. Okay. All right. I just wanted to, to bring that to everyone's attention. To the attention of the board, so to speak. Your AP Top 25, we got some new rankings out for that in the coaches poll. Top 25, we got, for the AP, we got Alabama, uh, Georgia, um, not that it really matters, but Alabama with 44 first place votes, Georgia with 17, Ohio State with 2, and then you got uh, Michigan, Clemson, Texas A&M, and I gave Clemson the P back because they struggled uh, for a little bit with Georgia Tech. supposed to be with the P. That's true. (laughs) Uh, Clemson, and then we got uh, Texas A&M. reverse. The, the P is like reverse silent. Yeah. It's a, it's a loud P. Very loud P. Loud added P, yeah. Clemson. Uh, Texas A&M 6, Oklahoma 7, Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame with the loss only moved down three places. Okay. Um, Baylor 
at nine and ten for USC. People, uh, Michigan beating a really really bad team at home has really got people hot hot under the collar for them to be a good team all of a sudden jumping up four spots. Yeah, Colorado State. I mean, also teams nine lost. Two teams lost. Three teams lost. They were ahead of them. So I don't know why they jumped Clemson. I mean, Clemson yes didn't look good, but I don't think Michigan did. They look that much better. What was Michigan's final score? Mm, I think it was a lot to nothing. like nothing or little fifty-five nothing. Okay. Again, over who? Colorado State. They're oh, it's fifty-one to seven. Colorado State is bad. Fifty-one to seven. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Clemson won forty-one to ten. I don't know. It's close enough. I don't know. And uh, State better than Georgia Tech? I don't know. And Michigan's offense mm. did not look good. Uh, Cade McNamara started that game, and did, I mean they brought in JJ McCarthy for a series, and he came out and th- went four for four, and had a a really long scramble for a rushing touchdown. Uh, Cade McNamara, that might be the last game he ever starts at Michigan. Hopefully, uh, next week we got JJ McCar- McCarthy uh, starting. And we'll know everything because they're playing Hawaii. Yes. Yes. Indeed. They have the they have the worst schedule in college football, I'm pretty sure. At least they're having fun. I mean, Todd Graham's no longer there, so that's already an improvement. No, Michigan has the worst schedule in college football. I thought you meant Hawaii. Okay. No, Michigan's schedule is atrocious. I mean, look at their first two games. Those aren't exactly powerhouses. Sure. Your coach's poll, we got Alabama with 57 first-place votes, Georgia with six, Ohio State with two, and Clemson at four, uh, So and Michigan at five, so they did a little reverse here with the coach's poll. Um, A&M at six, Oklahoma at seven, Baylor, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma State rounding out your top ten. There is your rankings. Also, we got some news. We are officially going to have a 12-team playoff Starting in twenty twenty four, sounds like probably twenty six. Twenty six, maybe. Eh, they said twenty twenty six. It's sounding like it's going to be twenty twenty four, but they got they still got some details. Well, to work right out. now it's twenty twenty six. Yeah, I don't know. Everything I've was hearing from some of these Nicole Auerbach and these other people are supposedly pretty close to the to the people in the in the room, so to speak. It, they seem to be thinking it's going to be twenty twenty four, but they still got to work work out some details, but. Uh, Greg Sankey was asked about it, and he's like, yep, uh, this is what everybody was pushing for nine months ago, and now we just wasted nine months uh, time. And it seems to have been brought on uh, because we people were worried about being left out because it was gonna, um, there were going to be essentially a power two with the SEC and Big Ten, and people didn't want to get left out. So expanding the 12 might actually uh, stall that um, consolidation of power, if you will, so to speak. And which is why they're pushing for it now. Because teams don't necessarily need to leave their conferences to, to get into the playoff because it's being expanded. So Yeah, but they need to leave their conferences if they want to make money, which I'm assuming is more important to them. Well, they, they will be getting more... Everybody will be getting more money out of the this playoff, but we don't know exactly how much. Um, so they, they will be getting more, but it... Yes, if you're getting more money from the playoff in addition to more money that's guaranteed annually from a conference, then of course that might uh, might be enough to make you still move conferences. Um, but it'll be I don't know. It, it's interesting because the these teams that were 
you know, we haven't gone over the results yet, but Utah and Oregon, probably the top two teams in the, uh, in the pack, both losing this week. Um, you know, you can pretty much already write them off in a four game playoff of, you know, they're, they're not going to be in the playoff most likely because it would have already been hard for them to make it. But, um, if you're not undefeated in the pack, you're probably not going to get in. Yes, you can still go. USC. Fighting Lincoln Riley's. Yeah. I mean, they could. They could theoretically Look, go. They're 10th in the AP pool. I mean, yeah. Tennessee could could still go. They're still undefeated. They're probably sure, not going they to. Go. Yeah, probably not going to. But uh, anyway. I mean, USC, I, would, I think USC has an easier path than Tennessee. I was just saying that the uh, once it's expanded, uh, the, the path to... Uh, to the playoff is a little easier if you lose a game you're not necessarily immediately out of it uh, after week one or at some point so hopefully it makes teams continue to schedule big games throughout the year out of conference but i guess we'll see how all that i'm excited out. for our long transition to being uh nfl light <laughs> mm. hopefully not um let's talk about last week's games unless there was some other piece of news that i did not cover Playoffs seem like the big thing. Okay. Thursday, we had Central Michigan at Oklahoma State, and they were favored by 21, and they won 58-44. So, no cover, but they did win. So, congrats. Backyard brawl, we had West Virginia at Pitt, favored by 7.5. It's a good game. And they did not quite cover, but it was 38-31. If only they could have scored that extra half point. That's true. Um... Maybe Iowa could give them tips about scoring a low amount of points or something. I guess we'll get there. Penn State, they uh, were favored by three and a half at Purdue, and they won 35-31, so good job, Vegas. That's why y'all get the big bucks. Illinois at Indiana. Or do we, do we want to come back to Penn State and about how that was not... You know, a very impressive win, or do we just want to say it kind of is what it is? But I don't know. I'm listen. They covered the spread. What do you want from them? They covered the spread, <laughs> and I mean that the spread was three and a half for a reason. I assume I I've been told numerous times that West Lafayette is a hard place to play. That's true. I don't know how that's true, but it is. You it just seems like you're just bored to tears. I mean, uh oh, we had the yeah, we had the puke six in that game. Uh-huh. Which is a great moment. Uh, you had Sean Clifford looking like uh, a guy who's never played football, let alone played for six years uh, for one team. Which is like every uh, Sean Clifford start, to be fair. I I mean, Penn State, I, he, he, Sean Clifford's not the dude to get them over over the hump. So they might as well start the true freshman, just go with the growing pains, and just deal with it this season. Okay. That's what Penn State needs to do. Because Sean Clifford's not taking you to 11, 12 wins, 10 wins. The, the true freshman might lose you one more game. He might win you one more game. But he's not going to do any worse or any better than Sean Clifford. The only downside to that, and I don't necessarily disagree, but sometimes if you put in a true freshman too soon, sometimes they can get uh, uh, they, a head case. Yeah, they, they can become a head case because they get punched in the mouth and then they suddenly their confidence is shaken and they have no idea what to do because in high school they, they were probably the dude and they're not used to losing. So I mean, he, he came in for, 
a couple plays and he didn't look awful uh, but we did it here against about the the amazing drive that penn state went. they must have said that last drive penn state went on was like the world's greatest drive like six times it was just purdue not playing defense for an entire drive which is unfortunate because they were they did us so well for the rest of the game <laughs> indeed all but right well put the freshman in sure sure put them in it can't can't go much worse illinois at indiana indiana was favored by three and they won 23-20. TCU was favored by 13.5 at Colorado, and they won 38-13. So good job, TCU. And Vegas nailed it. Saturday, the aforementioned Colorado State at Michigan game, they were favored by 30.5, and, and they won 51-7. So I guess good job, Wolverines, and good job, Vegas. You guys both nailed it. NC State uh, barely... Uh, survives. They were uh, favored by 11.5 at East Carolina and they won 21-20. to Congrats, uh, Dark Horse playoff contender NC State for needing a missed <laughs> field goal and a missed extra point in order to beat East Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, coaches really like uh, NC State comparatively. So, AP puts them at 18 and uh, they're 13 in the coaches poll. I think coaches just don't move anyone unless they lose that's fair probably because they don't probably because the ad just fills up the also the analytics polls hate nc state uh nowhere to be seen in the top 20 so i mean this is like <laughs> their quarterback was like <laughs> like he came in as like i was i think a heisman candidate and like how you put up only 21 points on east carolina dave doran that's how <sighs> they had a like Four plays from the one yard line and couldn't get it in. <laughs> so bad. But it was an exciting game. Yep. Um, sure. It, it was. It was close. <laughs> it was definitely close. Speaking of close games, the other uh, North Carolina team, uh, UNC, was at App State. It was favored by one, and uh, North Carolina uh, was able to fight off a forty-point uh, fourth quarter by App State. And win sixty three to sixty one. Um, not a lick of defense to be found in that game. Clearly. Oh my goodness! This is a basketball score. <laughs> yep, it is. Well, I mean, it's a bad basketball score, but it is a basketball score. Uh, Appy State scored forty points in the fourth quarter of that game. Yeah, we just yeah. said that. I said that. Thank you. I it need to be it need to be reiterated because that is Thank you. the most insane thing ever. Um, it is insane. Uh, they scored forty points and still lost. I don't know how you have that much time. Like, what, did North Carolina just keep giving them the ball back? Maybe they just took the that Iowa game, strategy and just punted it as soon as they got it. I don't know. <laughs> First down, punt. Here we go. I mean, uh, we'll, we'll get to that game, but Iowa's uh, average uh, drive the other day, 11 yards. 11 yards per drive. That, that's how much they gained. Go get them, Iowa. That's where I'm like, I mean, that's marginally better than just punting it as soon as you get the ball um i mean nothing nothing bad can happen when you punt it really it's it's relatively safe i mean unless you shank it I, that's true um it's it blocked <clears throat> fair cincinnati was at uh arkansas arkansas was favored by six this was also a uh, a pretty good game but they uh they covered they won 31 to 24 and Sam Pittman, Pittman is going to drink some cold beer, according to him. 
after that game. But he doesn't endorse it, but he's going to drink some cold beer. Um, seems to be everybody's lovable, like, I don't know, red drunk redneck uncle or something like that. Oregon uh, was, I uh, almost said at Georgia, but it was in the bins. Uh, Georgia was favored by 17 and a half, and... They, this was 100 percent at Georgia. We yeah, if, if you, I mean, it essentially you could say was. at Georgia. Essentially, it was like 90 90 percent. I said there were how, there were around far, seven or. They said there were around from from Atlanta. Less than an hour, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's yeah, it's just over an hour, probably to the bends, but mm. yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, probably I think they said around eight thousand out of like seventy two thousand were Oregon. So yeah, pretty much all uh, Georgia people. Um, anyway, Georgia won 49-3. Um, yeah, I think that... I don't know that this is so much of an indictment on Oregon as it is that... I think I'm going to have to start changing my uh, Georgia pick strategy. Because, okay, like, keeping it real with, with everybody here. Um, here we go. I don't see any... Uh, okay, Oregon it's been was a while since we've had a Georgia corner. I would say. <laughs> Oregon was probably the toughest game on our schedule this year, and you think? Are you saying I, the I SEC think so. is bad? No, I think that Oregon is better than anybody that we that we play in the SEC this year in the regular season. But Oregon, Oregon's you bad. You are very like you are very sure that you, Tennessee and Florida are bad. Then I guess not bad, just worse than Oregon is how I feel about it right now. Well, I mean, it's it's one game, and they were playing us, and I don't, I just don't think that they're, like, I mean, stat-wise, they had something, um, they have something, like, uh, that they have a, a decent team, recruiting-wise, as far as the composite talent. It's just that there's a huge difference between a top, like, say, around 10th-ranked team, as far as talent goes, and the top, like, two or three team. Like, what part of watching the Oregon Georgia game made you conclude that you think Oregon's a good team? Yeah, I don't know what you th- what you're thinking there. Well, I like I just don't know how many. I like like not to get too ahead of myself here. I'm not sure how many how many other teams are gonna fare like tremendously better than that this year. I mean, I watched Florida versus Utah, and yeah. I I could say like Florida looked like a decent team in that game. Sure, but. I mean, Bo Nix looked borderline incompetent during that game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, granted, he's looked like that the three previous times he's played Georgia as well. So that's not. Oregon also clearly does not have a defense. So. I mean, they have some good players on the defense. Like Sewell and the other linebacker are going to be pretty pretty high picks. They were just schemed around the other day. Um, Which I think think that the, the problem is that there's. There's just too many. There's too many weapons for. And I th- like I said, I think I'm gonna have to change my pick'em strategy because I'm throwing away points every week. So I'm, I'm more to I come am on this. Because would, if you're saying this is the best team you played and you put up 49 points, that could means be you're expecting to put more, put up more than 49 points for the rest of the year, right? Because this is the best team you played and allow less than three. And allow less than three. <laughs> I mean, I we'll we'll see. It's one game for say Oregon. It. It's yes one game no, for us. Andy, Andy is extremely Andy. bullish on the Bulldogs. <laughs> Just say it, Andy. You want to say it? George is going to score them forty nine points every game and not less than three points every game. You want to? Do say you want to see what is going to beat Alabama? With their backups in the we SEC don't play them in the regular season. I'm only talking about regular said season in right the now. SEC championship game. You will not beat Florida, forty nine to three. 
you will not beat I, Tennessee 49 to Tennessee, Tennessee. I don't, I mean, you might score 49 on Tennessee, but Tennessee is scoring way more than three points. I think we'll score more than 49 on Tennessee. Um, I just said that. Uh, look at our board. Someone put well, it on the board. Okay, look at our schedule for the rest of the year. Tell me where you see a loss here. You don't. We didn't say anything us. about a loss. Okay. We didn't. You did, yeah. You don't need to convince us that the SEC East is bad. We know. I mean, as of right now, it is three ranked teams. So I'm just saying that there's a big difference okay. between number twelve and Do number you two. You think you think Georgia will You're score more than your mouth, man? You think Georgia will <laughs> score more than 49 points versus Kentucky? Um. I yeah, I don't Do you, know about yes more no. than forty nine. Yes no. Like around yes no. like forty two. Forty two seems 42. about right. Forty two. Yeah. Okay. Do you think any team yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I'm asking this. Do you think any <laughs> team will score a touchdown on you this year? Well yeah, sure. I think Tennessee will probably score like uh just Tennessee. Seven and ten it. points. So yeah, 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 yeah. They're gonna have one touchdown scored on them all season. <laughs> no. Tennessee's gonna have one fluky touchdown when the fourth string guys are in. The yeah, very yeah. end. I'm yeah. just saying. Like, I don't. <laughs> um, I don't know. Man, it, win, look at this. Win one Nash championship and this shit I just ballooned. This, this is why. This is why I blame Alabama every day for getting all their players. I mean, honestly, it, honestly, it's probably more. It, it was probably I more mean, about the the offense of showing that the, the defense of showing was was okay. Um, it was definitely different than than last year. Like we don't have the defensive line that we did. Last year, honestly, but, uh, I think I think I think Georgia and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers could probably have a hell of a game. They played no, right now. No college, yeah, yeah, yeah. no college team could ever take an NFL team. Hyperbole. Yeah, they're, not a team. Yeah. they're like they've yeah, transcended. The team. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, right, right, right. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying in the regular season, I I'm not. See, I'm gonna have to change up my pick'em strategy because I don't. Okay. See well, any. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what push comes to shove. Yeah, when you do that. I'm interested when you're like a 31 <laughs> point favorite over someone. What you're gonna do? Well, I mean, if it's like a a pick, oh, 31 <laughs> points. That that's kind of crazy. But wait, um, you just said well, that George is gonna score more than 49 points, a lot less than points every single game, except against maybe only Tennessee. Be one touchdown scored on them all year. Only one. I didn't say that. <laughs> you said that. <laughs> I said a max every week. <laughs> a max of one touchdown a all year. A max of Not- one touchdown every week? Andy, you're fucking insane. <laughs> oh, my God. You are going to play some good offenses, I assume. Are we? He's telling me Tennessee has an amazing offense. I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think that they can probably score like uh, – they could probably score probably a max of like 14 points this year. I think 7 to 10, though, seems about right. You don't think I'm serious? Oh, I know you're serious. That's what's funny about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, well, they, well, it's, seven, it's 17 last year. So. Um, all right. Which is so, 7 to 10, but here we are. Yeah, it is. All right. So. The defense was better last year. Utah, well, we don't know that, do we? Utah was favored by three. You forgot they were like all starters last year. They didn't have backups. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, never mind. I I know you you said you didn't watch our game for more than a a second, so I'll just we'll we'll move on. I watch it. I turned it on. It was like thirty-one to. If you had watched it, you would have seen that our second string, Georgia, the second coming of Christ. Oh, shut up! Greatest team that's ever played football. Can I say my fucking sentence? You would see that our second string, our quote second string, plays just as much as our first string. There, there is no first and second string. They just change them out interchangeably. That's all I'm saying. But like, why? Why would you expect anyone to watch that game? I'm just 
saying oh, if you had, if you had, you would have seen that. All right, so hold that's on. all I'm I wanna, saying. I need. But I, maybe they were. You rotated so much because you were ahead by so much. Well, it does help. Okay, but okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> for Jeez. for posterity, I'm we're going also going to be ahead a lot of this year. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> for posterity, I'm going to document everything you said in the last ten minutes. It's uh, recorded. What, what, what are you going to? Yeah, it's already recorded. No, I'm going to put it. So I'm going to put it on here so we can check back at the end of the season. Okay. So we okay. said that uh, George will only allow one touchdown the entire year. I did yeah, not say that. 49 points. I didn't say that. Score more than 49 points you, okay. every you week did, for the rest of the year. You did say Georgia will score more than 49 points every single week. I didn't. I did not say that. You did. But, all right. We said. You said this was the best team you played all year. How are you going to score less? That than doesn't necessarily team? mean that you're going to have we your said, your best game every single we, week. That we the college said, athletes are always going to perform at the same level. That doesn't. That's not what that means. We said. Would you be disappointed if you scored less than 49 for the rest of the year? <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm happy with any win, I suppose. But. Okay, okay, but you did, you did definitively say that Georgia will not allow more than one touchdown every single game this year. Uh, yes or no? Do you no, said that's that? That's not true. He you did said say that. he said Tennessee might get 14. That I thought yeah, he said that, seven to ten points. I mean that's what I'm leaning towards, but I, I see 14 is like the so okay we're going the, with the upper that, end that yes that Georgia is only going to allow one touchdown per game max right maybe Tennessee maybe two to Tennessee that's our that's our statement that's fine okay total points okay. scored on Georgia this year over under 40 over under 40 how many do we have yeah. last year in regular I don't season know. I'm, just answer the question. I would have to add them up. <laughs> um, oh no, I, I don't think it's going to be under under 40. We got 12, 12 games, right? Yeah, but if everyone scores three points, you're fine. I don't think we're going to hold them to three points. That's better than we did last year. I, I didn't say under three points. You said no touchdowns. I said, I thought we just said, I thought we just established it was one. <laughs> one. You said. One touchdown all year. Oregon is the best team you played, even yep, though said that. nothing positive, nothing looked good for Oregon at all. <laughs> well, I mean, the, I'm saying that you, you can see what happens at the end of the year. I mean, we're, we're going to have to see how it goes. I'm just going off of what they had last year. I think Dan Lanning is going to be a good coach despite what happened in this game. Right, I mean, Georgia a, has better players. Have, Andy, we have a thing in the chat that says, okay. if Georgia gives up more than one touchdown to any team not named Tennessee, you have to shave one of your eyebrows off. It's not happening. Fair is fair. What's not happening? The the touchdown's not happening? Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. You should just take the bet. I'm not shaving off an eyebrow. You could take the bet. No one's scoring more than a touchdown on you. Eyebrows grow back, Andy. Nope. Yeah, they do. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Nope. I'll eat Skyline. Okay, I'll take that. Okay, all right. I mean, I already said I was going to do it. You were going to... Yeah, you were already going to do it. No, y'all both just said you'd take it, so... I'll take that. It's a thing. You have to do it a second time. You have to eat it a second time. Well, Aaron or Aaron and, uh, Andrew and you needs have, to actually you, schedule it with me to do it the first time because you guys you gotta have, do webcams. You have to the second time. You'll have to. Yeah. I will order. And you have to eat what I order. Yes. I don't know All what the them. hell you order there. They have four things on the menu. Uh, they're all trash too. Whatever. It's like Taco you Bell's guys, four things in various them? combinations. Can you take them during like a time of the year when they do like festive spaghetti and it's like green or something. Yeah, that's, well, that's only St. Patrick's, on St. Patrick's Day. 
that's fine. I can wait. Okay. Yeah, but we yeah, but that's for the second time. For the first time, yeah, yeah, we, we got to do webcams. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. here we go. All right, move on to Whatever. the next thing. We've been, we've been stuck in the Georgia corner. <laughs> yeah, you guys left us in neutral. That was all your fault. Uh, well, uh, well, I just wanted to mock you, so, you know, take the opportunity if I can get it. Whatever. At least I'm getting out of my Pick'em's uh, uh, thing. Uh, you, so you Utah. haven't done it yet, so to, to be seen. Okay. Utah favored by three at Florida and... Uh, lost by three. Lost by three. Um yeah, lost by three, 29-26. Um, I believe it was uh, Cameron Rising at the very end of the game. Uh, what threw a touchdown or a touchdown threw a interception in the end zone to uh, Florida. So uh, yeah, it could have uh, definitely could have gone either way as a one score game, and um, Utah was driving down the field and got pretty close. I mean, I, I guess you kind of wonder if they should have just gone for field goal and taken it to OT, but it doesn't really matter now. No, I suppose. you always go for the touchdown. They were, I mean, I don't think that was like, what was that? I guess it was third down, but still you got it. I mean, I guess you got to try. Go. You play to win the game. Hello. Hello. Yeah. I mean, you don't want that. You don't want any of that chicken shit stuff, man. You would have just lost in overtime. If they're playing like that. You can't. What's that Trent Dilfer quote about? Like you can't you in the. Can't. You can't win games and no, lose games in the NFL or something like that. No, you can't lose games and win in the NFL. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, you can't do that. Wise words from uh, from Mr. Dilfer. Uh, Utah State was at uh, Alabama. Um, actually, before we move on, yeah, Florida, Florida looked uh, looked improved. Kind of, I mean, I, I kind of wondered if they would just because of sometimes you get that new coach bounce, and obviously they, they'd kind of... Uh, bailed on Mullen. I feel like the players had, um, Anthony Richardson, um, looked, he looked pretty good. People were comparing him with Vitz Young. And I think that's a little insane at the, at the moment he had like 160 yards passing and hundred yards, uh, rushing, which we're going to, we're going to say that's insane after like the last 10 minutes. Okay. I'm just, uh, I mean, is okay. it, okay. As long how, as it how, how impressive is 160 yards passing? Not, Okay, I mean, hundred yards Young rushing is to me. <laughs> okay, um, all I would say is that well, let's see what happens. I will say that it became apparent that Dan Mullen's a fucking idiot for starting Emory Jones last year over him. Like clearly, Anthony Richardson is a better option. I'm just saying, let, let's give it a little bit more time, and uh, maybe we should just let Anthony Richardson be his own thing rather than trying to compare him to, to Vince Young. Um, I, I, I do think he's so. good. I think that's a little. I, I let's just give him some time and see how he how he progresses as the year goes. Um, I, I think he's going to be solid though. Utah State at Alabama. Alabama's favored by forty one and a half. They won fifty five to nothing. I don't think we really need to talk about this one other than uh, it, uh, I didn't watch it, so there's nothing I can, can contribute. A, to a lot of people are actually saying that this is probably the best team Alabama's going to play all year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, sorry, I'm reading the chat. Uh, yeah, we, we could let, let's talk about this. Let, let's talk about how great Alabama is. Um, I, I was really surprised to see uh, Bryce Young out there uh, playing. I heard he was going to be suspended uh, along with Will Anderson for a few games, but I guess we had some bad intel on that. Um, do you I hear? Guess. Did you hear about that, why Andrew? What? No, I did not. I heard it was uh, you know, for. Uh, I did watch part of the game uh-huh. to our to our Alabama fan. I had it on another screen. That was not on my main screen, 
You, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, that, that was I did not even turn, turn to that channel. Why would I bother? What was on at that time that I could have watched? Oh, obviously Anything? Utah, Florida. Uh, yeah, Utah, Florida was on, so that was on the main screen. I did have it on a on my laptop, though. Um, Boise State at Oregon State, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Oregon State was favored by three. They won 34-17. Uh, Boise State has fallen. Boise State has fallen off, mostly because of Boise State's uh, past uh, success in G5. Maybe because Boise is not a state. Sure. Um, LSU at Florida State. They were, uh, I didn't even have the spread on here. This wasn't even on the agenda, but uh, it probably could have been in our turn of the week. It was on the pickums. We it, know what it was. It, it was, it was LSU, uh, LSU by three. Okay. Well, uh, Florida State won <laughs> 20, 24 to 23 thanks to a, uh, a blocked uh, point after attempt. Well, hold on. We, we got to well, go. We had, yeah, we had there's two whole minutes <laughs> okay. of teams not wanting to win the game. First of all, that game <laughs> set college football back at least 30 years. <laughs> Both those teams looked like some of the worst teams I've ever seen attempt <laughs> to play college football uh, at each other. Then but the it end, was entertaining. At the end of but, the game, we have, we have Florida State punting to LSU. Muffs Guy it. muffs it. Florida State gets down to, to the, the one to the one yard line. They run a pitch play. Who fumbles it on the one? LSU gets it back with like what? Like I think fifty um, seconds left. It's um, like a minute and twenty or something. Yeah. But it's like you're like, oh well, they have ninety nine yards to go. And no timeouts. <laughs> and no, they they, timeouts. they somehow do it, except for the second to last play of the game, where they throw it to the. I think it was like a tight end or a fullback or running back or something in the middle of the field, who then scampers you know 25 yards 20 yards dies Sideways. they call that he gets out of bounds they review it they say no he didn't get out of bounds but then they're like but Flor- but LSU's going to get one play which i'm still not sure i understand how LSU was allowed to like they should have been allowed to line up and hike it at the same time it was whistled to start but they didn't even start the clock till the snap and the ref specifically called out that they were going to get one play remaining. It made no sense at the end of that game. Plus, they had like five minutes to scheme up a play. I also don't didn't know you could review that. Getting uh, out? Yeah. Why would you not be able to review that? I don't know. Just, there's a lot of weird things you can't review, and I thought that was one of them. But they should have no, been able to. They should have started the clock on the whistle. Anyways, they ruled it correctly on the field. <laughs> LSU would have lost. Next play, LSU scores a touchdown and then gets the extra point blocked to lose the game. We don't know if they would have lost. They just would have had to run They the, wouldn't have been able to get the, the line ball. in a second. It would have been over. You don't think so? No. Yeah. There's no way. Okay. Anyway, they lost, so it doesn't matter. They got that was the second blocked uh, field goal of the game too. It, that was I, that was one of the drunkest games I've seen in a long time. I will say that if you seeing, watch that extra point, that guy on that side blocked literally nobody. Like three guys just ran right by him and blocked the kick. Oof. Um, I I will say that seeing uh, Brian Kelly just even as like as they're going to halftime and how like. Clearly, this whole thing is not going how he thought it was going to go, or as easily as he thought it was going to go, and just how how red and uh, exasperated he was. You know, the it, good news, it made me happy. The good news is, yeah, the good news is he still um, knows how to throw his own players under the bus uh, after a loss, or off a scissor lift as well. Yes. Although I guess that was some kind of a student assistant, but I digress. <laughs> Um, 
anyway, also he didn't throw them. He just put them up in a storm. To be clear, I don't. Uh, I, I know that we have an, a, an attorney listening to us. I don't know if this is covered by attorney. The storm privilege. is what killed him, not Brian Kelly. That's right. Made him get into that position. He he only put him up there. He he did not actually uh, push him off said scissor lift. Right. Yes. Exactly. Um, all right. So next game we have. Uh, where are we at? Uh, where, or game of the week. Game of the week, Notre Dame, Ohio State. Um, Andrew, can you tell us if you were starting, were you yelling listen very shrilly like up until about halftime of that game? No. Uh, I was actually like, I had seats I'd never had before in the stadium. I was in the closed end zone. Uh, Six uh, rows from the field, and it was incredibly loud. That was the loudest I've ever heard the horseshoe. Um, Probably ever, yeah. Uh, it was so loud, my ears are ringing. You could barely hear the people next to you. Yeah. Uh, there was, at the start of the game, there was uh, two Notre Dame fans sitting directly next to me who I assume were alive when Newt Rockney was coaching for Notre Dame. They were uh, as old as dirt. And my section, because we were so low, and because the, the stadium was uh, lit, as the kids say, uh, stood the entire game. So we stood like the first three plays and then they just fucked off. They just left and then never came back. <laughs> the Notre Dame people? <laughs> I wonder if they were watching from like the concourse or something. I don't know. It was like, well, there goes $1,200 in tickets. See you guys later. <laughs> uh, which was nice to me because I got more more room. Yeah. Um, and then there was uh, just two, two stadium stories Then we'll talk about the game. After the game, after Notre Dame uh, lost, there was a younger Notre Dame fan. I'm going to assume he was about 25, 26, who was about three rows in front of me. And he was by himself when I saw him. I don't know if he was by himself the whole time. And he turned around, and he had a tall boy, and he just slammed it into the bleacher, like spiked it, and beer what? went everywhere. And I looked at him, and I said aren't you used to Notre Dame losing games like this? And then he told me to fuck off and ran out. <laughs> uh, so that was fun. Uh, so that was the stadium stories. Uh, okay. You know what? I, uh, I envy you guys for having beer in the stadium. Yeah, it's nice. You too can pay $9 for a tall boy Coors Light. That's fine. At this point, only the, uh, only the high rollers can get it. UGA, the Rubes can't get it yet. Maybe next year. They also have mobile ordering now in the stadium, so you don't have to wait in the line. Just mobile order is just ready. It's a, and the uh, soda machines are all free refills. Like the, the mobile ordering is only like makes me envious because that means the internet in the stadium works oh, well enough to yeah. do that. They upgraded the Wi-Fi like three years ago, and you can connect to the Wi-Fi perfectly. You could. I was like, oh, I had, a, I had at halftime. I put another game on my phone. I was streaming it. It was great. I used cool. to do that in, at Clemson games back when. This is to tell you how long ago it was. It was like I got I got like my first 4G phone. It was a Samsung something, but it was before like iPhones had 4G. And so like I was like one of like 10 people in the stadium that had 4G. So I would just watch other football games like during commercial breaks. It was yeah. the greatest thing. Uh, anyways, uh, to the game. Uh, maybe we fix the defense. Maybe. Uh, this is the best I've seen the defense look in two years. So, uh, but is it because the defense is good or Notre Dame's offense is bad? I mean, we've played really, really bad offenses in the nerd and the defense has looked really, really bad. Uh, Fair. so I mean, that defense has looked good against nobody in the last two years. So, if nothing else, it... anybody, <laughs> it was an improvement. 
if nothing else, it looked like they were in the correct places, uh, which might I mean, be an the improvement. D, the uh, the D line was getting some good push, uh, which is really good. The defense line played really good. Uh, outside of the first play, the very first play of the game when uh, Notre Dame got like a 50, 50 55 yard uh, reception, uh, which by the way, the safety who uh, missed the tackle on that, who's a who's a senior, got pulled right after that play and then never saw the field again for the rest of the game. Uh, so Jim Knowles is not fucking around there. If uh, he has no ties in this guy, so he doesn't care. Uh, defense looked good. Offense uh, looked not much so better much. in the second half. The first half, it, it, I mean, the first half, JSN goes out in the third play of the game. We were already missing the second string wide receiver who was a game time decision. So I mean, we oh no, essentially. We were essentially started the game down. If you look back to last season, our four starting wide receivers, uh, okay. which it's just going to take, it's going to take Stroud some time to mesh with the rest of those guys. I mean, he had, you know, Olave and Garrett and JSN all last year. He's got to mesh with the other guys. Uh, he, Olave made some really good throws. Um, I think the problem with, you know, days, uh, plays and game plan is a lot of them are really slow developing mesh routes. And Notre Dame did a really good job of stopping those and keeping everything in front of them. So they really limited any big plays uh, uh, that Ohio State was going for. Um, but I, I thought Stroud played okay. I mean, it's the lowest yard total he's ever had in his career. We still had 230 yards or so. Um, and the offense, especially the second half, they went on like an eight-minute drive in the fourth quarter to seal that game. And I haven't seen the offense look that physical and run the ball like that and push a team around since like the early urban days. So that yeah. was kind of refreshing to see a, a, a team go in there, you know, like, well, we're just going to run down your throat and you're going to deal with it. That was probably uh, the most impressive drive that I felt like they had the whole day. And I was pretty much pretty underwhelmed with the offense after like last year and what I was expecting to see this year. I was kind of underwhelmed, to be honest. I think Notre Dame has a really good defense. Uh, You know, I rewatched that game when I got home, and Notre Dame had a really good scheme. Um, They got some physical guys. Uh, And, you know, again, I think Ohio State's defense played great. They limited that Michael Mayer tight end, who's probably going to be a top 10, 15 pick, to only 32 yards uh, and only limited them 2.5 yards per carry uh, overall, which is really, really good for that team, for that team defensively. Yeah. So, I don't know. JSN got hurt third play of the game. He's maybe going to be back this week, maybe back in two weeks. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we have two get-right weeks for offense, so they'll figure it out. They'll get it together. I, I'm i not concerned about the offense. I mean, Ryan Day is a known commodity. He's always put up tons of points. Uh, so, I'm not concerned about the offense getting right. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, I I don't know how, how great Notre Dame is. I, I guess we'll see. I. For, you for know, me, some I people was are just... saying this is the best team Ohio State's going to play all season. Uh huh. <laughs> I mean, it might be. I'll have How you know. How many points would Ohio... Ohio State be able to put up on that vaunted Georgia defense this more year or last year? More importantly, how many points would greatest show on Bermuda grass Georgia Bulldogs um, <laughs> offense put up on Ohio State's defense? Oh, uh, if we're going by this week, they would put up more than two points, two points on Ohio State's defense, and Ohio State would put up <laughs> at least 57 points on Georgia. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, we, we would totally score uh, eight less points than Notre Dame did. So Definitely. here's where conclusion of this week. Uh, after one week of action, uh, sure. Georgia's Ohio the State greatest and team. Georgia, 
Georgia's the greatest team of all time, and Ohio State is trash because they didn't. Uh, they only beat a top five team by double digits. Yeah, you got to win forty nine to three. You guys did not cover. You, you let Notre Dame score a touchdown. That's something Georgia would never do. Let a team score a touchdown. Uh, I you know I don't know. I was just Ohio saying State, that Ohio, Ohio State's, State's offense was a little team, underwhelming. Ohio State's the only team in the nation with a top five win. Does Georgia have that? No. So go sit in your corner till you get top five win. Georgia Andy. doesn't even have a ranked win. Good job, Georgia. Yeah, we do. It doesn't. It it all, it counts at the time. It doesn't matter that we beat the shit out of them and made them now unranked. You don't even. Oregon is six don't even have a top ten win. Wait, wait. If Oregon is six and six at the end of the year, you're going to count that as a ranked win? Yes, they always do that. Everybody always, Everybody always does. Everybody always does. Oh, just SEC teams. Okay, sure, sure. Because sure, they sure, all because sure. they all start the season ranked. Every single SEC Listen, team's ranked, so they get week know, in, week one, out. Kentucky was zero zero. They were actually ranked fourth in the nation, and they ended up zero and twelve. No, it's the it's at the time you play them. I mean, we, we don't know what the, what's going to happen the rest of the year. Yeah, by the end of the year, you know what happened. Well, well, here's the thing: if we'd only beaten Oregon by like uh. by ten points, then then they would still be ranked. Then but, Oregon would still be seventeenth and still not a top ten win. I'm just saying that it would still they would still be ranked. Andy, when Georgia gets a top ten win, you can come talk to me and our top five or top ten win, no matter how you want to argue it. I'm curious. To, um, so they're different divisions, right? Than Utah. I'm curious if they're playing this year. I didn't check their schedules off the top of my head. Anyway, let's talk next. about the next game. When you guys yes. beat Alabama the week. in the SEC Championship game, 56-3, yeah. to three, yeah. then you can say you have a I didn't that say yeah. that. I said I was talking about regular season. All right, if, you, if you were to play Alabama right now, what would the score be? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, what would the score be? You have an idea. You have an idea. Say it. What would the score be? I don't know. Say would it. Alabama score more than one touchdown on you? Andy, I mean, this is yeah. a hypothetical. You're not, you're not game planning for the game that's theoretically happening this yeah, week. Yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. saying a score. Oregon plays or, Utah next to the last or, game of the year. I'll, oh, he's not I'll doing let you, it. Okay, I'll let you just handicap it. Just handicap no, I'm on a mission. I was finding out spread? what I was looking what's for. What's the spread? What's, what's the spread? What's the spread of the, the high Georgia play, or the uh, Georgia Bama game? Um, well, I still have immense respect from them, so I would probably favor them by like I don't know, like uh, seven points probably. Seven points? Yeah. He's lying. Yeah. He's lying. Vegas when you put that seven points. You're fucking insane. <laughs> seven points. A big old liar. <laughs> <laughs> I said during the regular season I was gonna change up my picking strategy. This, is, this seems like you're seeing that meme of it's like the old guy who says, You better call an ambulance. And he goes, But not for but me. Not and for he pulls me. out a gun. <laughs> yeah. This is this is Andy right now. He's <laughs> talking about regular season. Um, all right, so your turn of the week was North Dakota and Nebraska. Uh, they were favored by 22.5 and, and 138-17. And your Pac-12 after dark game that I'm assuming nobody watched was Kent State at Washington, favored by 23, and they won 45-220. to two twenty. Sorry, words became yeah. hard there. I have no idea how that game went. Um, for Washington. It looks like they covered, so whatever. Uh, Thursday of this week, we have no games, really. Uh, just to prove that, we have UT Martin at Missouri State. If you're really interested probably in that. We have, yeah. Probably because we have NFL this NFL. Thursday. NFL. Oh, yeah, probably why. Uh, Friday. Herbie. Friday, we got Herbie Louisville. On the call Louisville at UCF. Favored by six and a half. Didn't, you, and didn't Louisville get spanked by Syracuse? Uh, oh, I think you're so. the ACC expert here. You tell us. You are the ACC expert. I feel expert. like that's what happened. Let's take a, let's take a look-see. Yeah. Take a look. Take a look. Schedule. 
Uh, yeah, Syracuse 31 won, uh, 31-7. Oof. to 7. Oof. So, yes, they got spanked. Not great, Bob. Not great at all. Um, I didn't realize that Malik Cunningham was at uh, Louisville. He went 16 for 22 with 152 yards and two intercept or yeah, two interceptions. So that's probably a large part of those uh, that score being what it was. Uh, so not not a great first game. Okay, um, so that that game is happening. Uh, probably don't watch that. It is certainly football of some sort. So if you want to watch something Friday, there's that. Saturday, we got uh, your game day game is going to be uh, the Fox Big Nude Saturday. So that's at noon on uh, on Fox, as mentioned. How many points would Alabama and Texas put on Georgia if they played Georgia at the same time? <laughs> the same time? So are there? Yeah, six are, points. They get twenty two <laughs> players. You get. Yeah, I was going to say. I was going to say. Do they get yeah. twenty two players and we get eleven? Yes. Every Georgia defender counts as two players. It's and, fine. and all right, they probably football. Have, there's two footballs too. They don't even have backups. They have two sets of starters. Remember? All right, they they would probably get more than a touchdown. I'll say that. Okay. Yeah, if it's twenty two players versus eleven, yeah, they probably get more than one touchdown. Yeah. Um, I mean, but one of the teams is Texas. All right. Anyway, Alabama favored by twenty. Texas. Um, I'm assuming this is a this is a Gus game, a Gustavo game. Yeah, Gus does all big all nudes. the big nudes. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so interesting that it's game day, but I don't really know what the other options were. I mean, well, actually, our game of the week is probably the other option, but this yeah. at least is more of a, a blue blood type. Um, Option. I'm sure they didn't. I'm sure they picked game day before Florida won last week. So. I mean, we already yeah, know where they're going yeah. next week too because they spilled it accidentally. <laughs> what is they were next talking week? Last week, uh, they're going to Texas A&M next week. Who's there? Who's Texas A&M play? Uh, I forget who they play, but I all I know is when they were talking last week during game day, they said, "Oh, we're going to be in A&M there in three weeks, right?" And someone said, "Oh yeah." Uh, oops. Oopsies. All right. Uh, um, they play. Oh, they play Miami. Oh, I mean that's fine. I mean that makes sense. Okay, uh, I guess so. I, I'm not sure what the schedule is for that week. So top four ranked Miami by Brett McMurphy. I was gonna say they're 15, but sources indicate Miami's ranked in the top four. Okay. Um, not sure what other options we have that day. I'm looking at top 25 games and not a lot of good stuff. So I can see why they would pick that game. Now that I'm looking I'm sure at this. sure a lot of people are playing their SCS uh, requirements that weekend. That's really the only solid game. Okay. Yep. I see why, why they went there. All right. So I'm not sure what to say about that game other than that it's going to be a beatdown. I think that that game is going to be... My girlfriend was already getting mad at me because she's going to be up here this weekend. So we're trying to figure out uh, <coughs> how much of this game we're going to need to watch it. Or if she wants to watch all of it, that's fine. But... Uh, I I was like, yeah, I think that this game's going to be over by like mid-second quarter at the latest. And she's like, don't you fucking say that. Because I said that last year uh, when they were playing Auburn. And that game was uh, most assuredly not over by middle of the second quarter. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Texas A&M when they were playing them. Um, I probably said it that game, too. Um, <laughs> and then she got real mad when I said it again for Auburn. And I mean, I was being sincere both times. I actually f- had full belief uh, in both occasions, and I was incorrect on the A&M occasion and almost incorrect on the Auburn occasion. Anyway, um, I, I don't see how Texas can hang with them. How many touchdowns does uh, Texas score in Alabama this weekend? 
What? Uh, one. One. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. You think seven to some points? One touchdown, Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say two to three. I I can't see that, but I probably just jinxed them. So apologize in advance to my girlfriend, but I I can't see that. I I don't see that. I Texas just does not have it. You think that Quinn Ewers can score two or three touchdowns? Yeah, on his own. He doesn't okay. need any offense. Anyone else? <laughs> just uh, one against eleven. He flicks his hair, and then people go, oh, and then he scores a touchdown. I like it. Flicks that mullet at him. I like it. All right. Anyway, Ohio at Penn State. They were favored by what? 24 and a half. You almost, you almost said Ohio State. I, I, I did. I mean, every time I say I'm like, oh, Ohio State at Penn State, and I'm like, oh, it's Ohio at Penn State. Ohio's. Um, They're all the same. Ohio University. University of that state anyway. The Ohio University. It's not Penn even State. State University. Their favorite? What is it? It's just a university, I guess, right? Yeah, it's not the University of the State. Jeez. It's the University of Ohio, right? But it's not the state's university. But whose university is it then? Just Ohio's. Which is the state? No. <laughs> well, then what is it? <laughs> <laughs> It is. It's a state the, of mind, you, okay. It is the University of the Paul Paul Tree. Okay. You know about well, Paul Pauls? No. Why would I know that? Oh, Paul Paul is a tree and fruit that is grown in predominantly Southern Ohio. That they have a whole sure festival. Like that's right, yeah. They have a whole festival for them. people swear by it. Yet, if Paul Paul is actually good, people would eat it. Like it's easy to domesticate. It tastes fucking terrible. So I feel the same way about uh, Skyline. Don't eat Paul Paul. Well, you can't domesticate Skyline. You can only hope to contain it, I think. Well, I just meant the part as if it oh. was good, people would eat it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Agreed. All right. Google Paul Paul. Penn okay. State's favored by 24 and a half. That's at noon on ABC. Don't watch that. South nope. Carolina at Arkansas. Possibly watch this, mostly for the Arkansas factor. Uh, yeah. Watch it if you want to see South Carolina get beat down. Uh, Probably. Yeah. They're going to be doing some whomping. So Arkansas is favored by nine, and that's at noon on ESPN. Um, yeah, I don't think that, uh, from what I heard, Spencer Rattler did not have a, a great first game uh, last week. It's it's, it's almost like he's thing. a bad quarterback. It's a yeah. good thing that Spencer Rattler can run really fast ah. because he ran for his life the whole game. All right, yeah, let's talk about what he did last week. So he uh, he was... 23 for 37 with 227 yards, which is eh. But uh, one touchdown and two interceptions against Georgia State. Yep. Uh, not great, Bob. So. Nope. Yeah. Uh, almost like he, uh, and I brought this up on the Discord, and I can't say that I came up with it. Maybe he's one of those guys like DJ that is a good 7-on-7 seven seven quarterback. Not great at actually playing the game in college. Uh, great at throwing passes on air, though. Anyway, so App State at Texas A&M, uh, favored by 18, and uh, that's 3:30 on ESPN2. I don't, I'm not going to pick App State uh, only because that's kind of a lot to play two P5 teams, even if you know <laughs> the other one's UNC. Uh, but they have Especially to go all the way. You, had, you, you scored 60 some points <laughs> yeah, last week. You're probably they're, tired. they're probably tired from scoring all those points, you know. Um, and getting all those points scored on them. And that too, uh, but they, but they also have to. <clears throat> go all the way out to College Station. Um, I, I think the A team might be a little bit much. Uh, we'll see. Maybe maybe Jumbo's trying to prove a point here. 
I feel like 18 is a little bit much, but that's at 330 on ESPN2. Then we got Tennessee, favored by 6.5 at Pitt at 330 on ABC. Could be interesting. I don't know. I'll watch that game. I think that'll be a good game. Yeah, uh, Pitt was fun. Uh, fun last week, I feel like. Although, um, maybe not as fun as with Mark Whipple there. Um Anyway, also they, they don't have Kenny Small can, Small Hands Pickett anymore, so they don't have that. But they do have JT Daniels of the uh, poor man's uh, Doc Holiday mustache, although he doesn't have the mustache anymore, so it's wait, a little disappointing. JT Daniels is at West Virginia. Oh wait, no, you're right. It, it was it was in the backyard brawl. You're right. No, it's uh, Keaton Slovis, the other uh, former USC quarterback. There you go. Yep, Keaton Slovis. My bad. Um, we got Wazoo at Wisconsin, favored by 17.5 at 3.30 on Fox. And uh, is Wazoo that bad? Like, it, can Wisconsin score that many points? I don't know what the over-under is here, yes. but 17.5 seems like a lot. Wisconsin can score a lot of points on bad teams. That will. Yeah, just, they just keep running it, and they, they don't get soft. Well, we already established that their quarterback sucks. so. Yeah, but they don't have to pass, so it's fine. All right. That's fine. Yeah, yeah I guess they will they probably have some dude that's like – a 260 pound running back that they'll hand the ball they to do. like 45 times. And he's yeah. a sophomore and he's good. Yeah. Well, stop me if you've heard this before. Yeah. Sounds about right. Uh, but yeah, they'll hand, hand it to some bowling ball dude and he'll run it like 45, 50 times a game. And then the quarterback will toss for like 130 yards or something like that. Houston at Texas Tech. Uh, they're favored by three and that's at four on FS1. Including here because it's a close game, and Houston has that uh, that factor of uh, of uh, Dana in his hair hairs. Mm-hmm. I feel like it. And his Red Bulls and his Red Bulls and vodkas. That's right. Um, Dana is like a hair slash the chaos component. Could be interesting. Um, I'm not saying I would watch it because Tennessee Pitt's better. Uh, USC is favored by eight and a half at Stanford at seven thirty on ABC. I don't know. I mean. If we actually think uh, USC is going to be, you know, contending for their division this year, they should beat Stanford by way more than eight and a half because Stanford has not been great for a yeah, number of years Stanford's now. Stanford's bad. Yes. Uh, this is probably not – it shouldn't be a good game. USC, 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 that they should uh, curb stomp them, but we'll see what happens. Baylor at BYU, uh, two very unlikable schools, but uh, – Although I do not hate uh, Baylor's coach, I, but the school itself obviously clearly has some some issues. But uh, and BYU does as well. BYU is favored by three and a half. I do not get that, but uh, there you go. If you're ever looking for a time to go against Vegas, this is not betting advice, but this seems like one that I might look at Baylor Maybe on. Maybe it's just because it's really late. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, t- uh, ten fifteen on ESPN. So there you go. But yeah, Baylor by three and a half. I I don't really understand that, but okay. Your game of the week. We got Kentucky at Florida. Florida favored by five uh, as of when I pulled this earlier. A couple hours ago, and that's at seven on ESPN. So, should be interesting, particularly given uh, Mark Stoops' comments about being a football school directed at uh, Calipari, of course, of his own school. And then um, I believe that Kentucky won last year at Kentucky. And uh, see if Florida can turn around at home after having pretty good results in their first week against Utah. So thoughts on this one? 
boys? Uh, no thoughts. Or, no thoughts. <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess we're probably gonna Great. have them in the pick'em, so maybe we don't we don't have our thoughts right now. Great for the for the game of the Both week. Both these no teams are significantly worse than Oregon. <laughs> yes, that's true. Oregon's significantly. Okay. Significantly worse. Significantly worse. Yep. 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 Turn of the week. We got Alaska. We got Iowa State at Iowa. Oh boy, we we didn't even talk about Iowa's game last week. We need to go back to that. But first, let's talk do about. We? Yes, uh, yes, we do. We need a dramatic reading for their uh, for Iowa's drives in that game. Iowa was uh, favored by three, or is favored by three and a half somehow against Iowa State. Um, I mean, maybe they score a total of four points. Maybe they get two safeties, and uh, Iowa State somehow gets nothing. Uh, I can't Iowa see Iowa score a touchdown in Georgia. <laughs> Anyway, this is at uh, four on the Big Ten Network. If you uh, unfortunately want to watch that, uh, let's do this in the Outback Bowl. You'll be laughing. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. So let us talk about the uh, games this last week, and let's talk about the the Iowa thing if we must, because I think it deserves it deserves to be known by everyone how much Ohio or Ohio Ohio State set back the game of football. You're welcome. Uh, how much Iowa set back the game of football this last week. So, that said, let me go ahead and do yeah, all these results. Here we go. Iowa's uh, drives here. Punt, missed field goal, punt, field goal, punt, punt, interception, end of half. Um, start of the third quarter. Punt, punt, fumble, punt, 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 end of game. Also, uh, keep in mind that so the only uh, the only points that their offense scored was a field goal in the first quarter, I believe, and then they scored uh, two safeties in the second half on uh, you know obviously on defense. So they got to seven points in an extremely hard way. So they um, yeah. Got, got there with four points from safeties and uh, three points from a field goal. That was your Iowa game against South Dakota. That was that was how they beat them. So it's a good thing Brian Ferentz, or uh, sorry, yes, Kirk Ferentz promoted his uh, his son Brian Ferentz to be the, uh, the offensive coordinator. So there's that. I mean, if you don't plan to run an offense, it's fine. Hire whoever you want. I guess that that's good enough for him. Seven points against South Dakota. Of which four were by your defense. Anyway, so there's that. Your Pac-12 after dark game of the week is Mississippi State. Uh, Fair by 11 at Arizona at 11 on FS1. So there you go. It's certainly late. And uh, Mike Leach will, you know, he has a, he has some experience playing on the West Coast. Did it for a bit. Wazoo back in the I day. I think his players do, though. That's fair. That is fair. Yeah, college college kids are used to going to bed early, so probably be a problem. Yeah, yeah, they're used to going to bed at like seven seven p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew, what kind of questions do we have? Well, this is the part of the podcast where we do pickums. That's fine. Uh, so we'll do pickums. Uh, last week, LSU at Florida State. Uh, remember we also have our Vegas picker that we've added in. So Vegas picker goes. Uh, with the favorite, or will always pick to cover the spread. So we had LSU, Florida State, uh, straight up, and Andy, Tom, and the Vegas picker picked LSU. In fairness, 
I felt like FSU was going to win, but I picked LSU because of my girlfriend. Okay. Uh, up next, we had West Virginia Pitt. Uh, Pitt was a seven half point favorite. Uh, Tom in Vegas said that Pitt would cover. They almost did. So but close. They did not. Uh, after that, we had Penn State at Purdue. Tom, Andy uh, picked Purdue to win. Again, so close. Mm-hmm. Not true, though. Uh, Utah, Florida, we all picked Utah to win. Not great. Whoopsie. Uh, Oregon, Georgia, none of us picked uh, Georgia to cover except for Vegas. Oopsie. And then Notre Dame at Ohio State, 17 point favorite. Only Tom said that Ohio State would not cover 17 points. Mm. Uh, also, there. you know how hard it is to get them all wrong? You're, you almost did. I know. <laughs> and but and I Andy didn't. almost did. Yeah. Uh, and I was your, trying. Your go dog sickum wolf wolf of OSU winning by 28 was historically <laughs> wrong, as was Utah winning by two or scores, scores or more. Listen, I had confidence yeah. in your offense and I was disappointed. Uh, yeah. Meaning Tom and Andy are one and five. I'm three and three. Vegas is two and four. Okay. That brings us to this week. two and four. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, we have Tennessee at Pitt. Tennessee is a six and a half point favorite. We'll start with Tom picking straight up. Tennessee. I mean, I just, we're picking straight up. I think I'm just going to take Tennessee. Uh, yeah. yeah. If it's, yes, straight up. I will also pick Tennessee. Vegas will also pick Tennessee. Up next, we have okay. Bama at Texas. Ugh. Bama's getting 20 points. Do they points. cover? We're going to start with You're me. first. Yeah. Uh, um, hmm. Mm, do you want to do it? Mm. Do you want to do it? I was more comfortable with Bama covering at 17 points than I am at 20 points. It I is a, it's a lot at, of points for Vegas. It's at Texas. I think that crowd's going to be hyped. I think Bama still looks dominant. I think Texas gets some garbage at the end. I think uh, Bama barely doesn't cover. No, they do not cover, but just barely don't cover. I I, I disagree. I think, I think Bama covers. Yeah, they're going to win like 42 to 10 or something. Yeah, seems right, right? Okay. Vegas also says they will cover. I, I could even see beyond 42, but yeah. I I don't think Texas is good. Would you say 55 to 3? <laughs> uh, up next, we have Houston at Texas Tech. Texas Tech is a three-point favorite. Tom, who wins? I'm going to go with the, with the Dana Holgersons. The cool guys. I am too. It's too... Yeah, it's, it's close, and I, I feel a bit better about about Dana Holgerson. Uh I think Texas Tech quarterback uh is is out, but also I watched Houston need a miracle beat UTSA last week, so I'm going Texas Tech. Okay. Uh Vegas will also go Texas Tech. Okay. Up next we have USC at Stanford. USC is a nine point favorite. Uh start with me do they cover? Uh yeah, I think USC covers easily. Um, yeah, this is at Stanford. I don't think that that changes anything, though. I think it's an easy cover for USC. Yeah, Stanford's bad. USC, I mean, I don't think this is the old USC that would fuck it up. So, I, I think they cover. Right. I think they're, I think their defense is going to be fucked up, but their offense is going to be good. 
Uh, Vegas also says they'll cover. Up next, we have Kentucky at Florida. Florida's mm. a five-point favorite. Tom, who mm. wins? I'm glad that Kentucky beat Florida for the first time in like 40 years. Like I guess it was last year or something. Uh, but I, I don't think they're. I don't think they're going to win this uh, this week. So I'm picking Florida. Let me be clear. I want Kentucky to win. Um, I don't think it happens a, a second year in a row on the road. So I'm going to say, uh, yeah, Florida. Uh, I think you. I think Kentucky is uh, a little too hyped this season. Uh, I think that Florida wins, and your Lockhart cold pick is Florida wins oh, by shit. ten or more points. <laughs> Congrats to uh, to Kentucky on your win. Yeah. And I've never like been how, happier about being I wrong. Think, I think that Andrew should only be allowed to do his Lockhart Cool Pick of the Weeks on, on picks that he picks first. I don't think it's fair that he can like backdoor us like that. Uh, you guys are one in five, so you can calm down. Yeah, one of them was your fault. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's your fault. Uh, you were out there playing. I could have been, I could have been two and four Vegas last week. But you had to pick Utah, scoring two more times. <laughs> Two more, two scores or more. This is your fault, man. Vegas also the floor wins. All right, and last up, doing something a little different <laughs> this here. Is so in easy. Honor, in honor of <laughs> Iowa's steamrolling offense last week, we are going to <laughs> bet the over under on at El Asico. Iowa State at Iowa. The over under is currently set at forty and a half. This is really easy. Who's gonna take? Yeah, who's gonna say over? What? Watch I'm them. Gonna just... say, I'm gonna take over. I'm saying Why? over. I'm going. There's gonna be so much scrutiny on this game that it's. It could be like forty-two to zero. Watch but that them. Over's happening. Oh, watch them go completely against type, and somehow both offices somehow show up. Um, that game goes over forty and a half. So I'm saying. I mean, obviously, you said over. I'm gonna say no, and I'm tempted to say it's under thirty points. Yeah, actually, I'll just go ahead and say that. There's a go dog sickum in there. Put put the go dog sickum with with uh, under thirty. So again, this week I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the go dog sickum and with the log hard cold pick. <laughs> oh, for two on them. <laughs> I'm gonna go under. I I don't think they're gonna hit over forty. Uh, we'll do. We we'll have the do same, same picks. We'll Tom. The, with the with the spread that uh, they'll the Vegas is gonna say over. Um. Yeah, I guess that's how it will work. Sure. That's fine. Vegas will go for the push at 40 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right. So there's your pickums. Okay. Uh, now questions. I, mm-hmm. I haven't looked at the questions. Um, I wonder <clears throat> if any of them were not troll, <laughs> troll questions. Wait, is this true? Was Sean Clifford named the Big Ten Offensive Player of the Week? <laughs> it can't be, right? There's is that no true? Well, who else was in the... Okay, well, a Penn State fan has informed us that it is true. Uh, I'll read this question because it is bewildering. What does Sean Clifford being named the Big Ten Player of the Week say about the Big Ten's offense? Uh, things are dire. Yeah, the Big Ten. I mean, but the Big has always been bad at offense. This shouldn't be, shouldn't be too surprising. They're just lucky. I, I, I mean, sh- did anyone watch that game outside of... Even, like, the last drive wasn't impressive. Sean Clifford looked bad that game. I don't. Uh, I don't. Technically, he is the. Hold on, he is technically the co-offensive player of the week because, of course, in the Big Ten they couldn't just do one, so they give it to Anthony Grant from Nebraska, a running back who ran for 189 yards against North Dakota. Because what happens is, if you put two players together, you equal one 
normal player's stat line. Yeah, one good player? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. A Washington fan asks, Hi, first time, long time. My question is, how can Oregon be so thoroughly outclassed by Georgia when Nike makes them as high profile high profile as any school in America and Phil Knight gives them the resources to compete with anyone in America? Thanks, I'll hang up and listen. Probably recruits go to Oregon and are like, I don't want to live here. But then I think the same thing about them going to Ohio, but they stay, so I don't know. I think Eugene is a different type of town than Columbus, to be fair. But I will... I yeah, s- people live here. I think that Oregon still has good players, but that I mean, it was the first game for landing, and there's a difference in team. I mean, somebody asked Kirby, like, uh, essentially what what happened. He's like, he's like, if you ask Dan Landing, like, you know, essentially we, we we have way better players. That's why we won. And I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that when you have better players, you you tend to win more games than not. So, but what, the question is, why isn't Oregon get better players? I think that they're getting they good players. They're coach. they're just not getting like uh, that. There's a difference between like say the Papa Knight is not giving them free nil deals to work in the sweatshops. Not yet. No, Maybe he needs up. to. Maybe he needs to. But I mean, they're uh, still getting good recruiting. They're just not getting top like two or three recruiting. It is his first year. I mean, he's not gonna have a great recruiting class. No. We had a couple comments in Iowa. Uh, what does Iowa try and teach us about the insignificance of human's existence? And then uh-huh. someone also said, uh, not a question for the podcast, but a statement to be read. In regards to the previous podcast question of the Bug 10 conference, they want to say Iowa is 100% a cockroach because Niven Nuke could cleanse the world of Iowa's filth. Jeez, I, w- I wonder what uh, school that guy pulls That from. is from an Iowa State fan. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Mm. Okay. Uh, that that was a statement, correct? You said statement. No questions. That was the questions of the week. Okay, that's all. All right. Well, um, let's see. Do we have any emails? Let's see. Let's check the e- the whole the whole email thing. Uh, nothing in there. Send us your emails to podcast at academicallyineligible dot com, and we will read those out on the air. Hopefully, at some point, we'll find out if the you know. Get an update on the uh, the assembly line, whether there's been an accident or not in the factory or not. But it's still chugging along. She just doesn't listen to the podcast anymore. Well, that's fair. That's <laughs> well, that's the, when you the honeymoon stage is over. Uh, yeah, that's I, fine. My my it, yeah yeah. My, my girlfriend also quit after a while. She's like, eh, he ain't going anywhere. I, <laughs> I don't have to pretend to be interested in this shit anymore. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Andy <laughs> did uh, see my wife on. Um, he met me and my wife at a brewery on what day was that? Uh, fr- Friday, Saturday? No, Friday. Yeah, because yeah, I got out a little he, early. Uh, he confronted her about uh, <laughs> the bug ten making list. <laughs> I asked her about uh, the, I said that I heard about her uh, her rolling her eyes when uh, when. Andrew told her to get out some uh, some paper and start writing, and I said that I have their reaction every time he speaks as well, so it's fun. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but she did she did confirm that uh, that it did it happen. Yeah. That that's just a regular occurrence in the household. Yeah, I mean, I didn't doubt that. I've met her before, and I've definitely uh, definitely been around you before, so I I understand. 
Anyway, did we mention how Andrew sent her to uh, <laughs> watch the, the I last did game not over there? Send her. She volunteered to go. <laughs> we ordered food, and he sent her off to go get it while we watched football. That's not true. Yeah, he sent her. She was also eating the food as well, and I had a friend <laughs> over. Oh my god! I'm gonna leave you and my wife in a house? I don't think so. Oh, oh. so he's saying that he doesn't trust you with his wife. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you'd seen me, you, you would understand why. You know. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're yeah. a threatening figure. <laughs> no, that's not what I was going for. But yeah. I mean, we we both could have gone and gotten it, Andrew. That would have worked. The games were on. The games had started. Ah. Anyway, I just thought it was funny that you sent your wife out to get it while we watch football. <laughs> she knows the drill on Saturdays. Did you make her take the baby with her? <laughs> the baby was not there yet. Baby was not in the picture. Oh. The baby uh, was present. Uh, the baby oh, was, was the baby okay. was with her. I think maybe it was just along I for the ride. I thought this was recent. I thought this was recent. I think it was last year or two years ago. I forget. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it happened. Send us emails to podcast at academicallyineligible and tell us your stories of sending your spouse out for you for food while you watch football, if you will, or any other uh, things like that, it, or ways that you make your spouse roll your eye, roll their eyes when you talk about football. She was eating the food, too. Yeah. Right. Okay, here, here's a good dis- discussion thing. Send us emails to podcast at academicallyineligible.com of the thing that you think is perfectly normal that you've done in the past for football that other people would think is uh, is not normal person behavior, so to speak. And uh, we'll leave that to your own judgment. I think Andrew's got so many, he probably couldn't narrow it down to one. Right. I would assume so. Yeah. Uh, I think we lost him. I'm yeah. here. Okay. All right. All right. Anyway, send us emails and tune in next week for another episode of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. Our intro song is called Tech It. The author is Pipe Choir song is available at pipechoir.com and this is using the creative commons attribution 4.0 international license thank you